straight, straight from South Africa. South Africa. This is the strange and mysterious world with your hosts, Lee Stratum and William Collinson. And welcome to Strange and Mysterious World. This is season one, episode 19. Uh, today's discussion, we will be chatting quite a lot about the Raelianism or the Raelian movement, as we like to know. Before we get on to that, William, apparently you're in Mozambique, in Maputo currently. How's yes. it going there? Yeah, no, it's amazing. Yeah, I've never been here before. And then um, came here, I've been here for about nine days. And uh, we went, we landed in Maputo. We came down the coast to Ponta Maoli or something. Um, I, I, you don't understand. This place is absolutely it's so gorgeous. I mean, I've been to most of um, Southeast Asia. I've been to all of Indonesia, Sumatra, um, Java. I've been to Cambodia. I've been to um, Laos, Malaysia, Singapore, um, Thailand multiple times. I mean, I, I've been, uh, you, you name it. I've, I mean, I, I think I haven't, I've just haven't been to Vietnam, but I've been to nearly every single place around there. And um, and in this place is just truly it's just truly unique. I mean, this little town between Ponta Malawi or Malawi or something and Ponta Dora, it's like, it's so tropical. There's like no dirt roads or whatever. I mean, no tar roads or dirt roads. And it's like, it, I mean, I've seen some cute little beautiful towns in, um, in Southeast Asia and it is obviously very cool there, but this has just got this other charm to it that is just, it's just so awesome. I, I just loved it so much. I mean, I actually want to buy like a little place there. And also the, the surf is really cool. So I've been like surfing quite a bit. I mean, the surf um, conditions weren't so good a lot of the days, but because uh, there's a lot of onshore wind. So, um, but it was just, it's just truly stunning. I mean, this is, this is very hot here, um, but uh, it was just a constant breeze coming off the ocean was just absolutely stunning. I mean, the places that we stayed in was just phenomenally beautiful. Okay, and Maputo itself, because I know you're there now. Oh, yeah, Maputo's a bit of a dump, you know. That's pretty shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, yeah, it's like in any other African like, city, it's really just just shit. Just really shit. Because I heard people saying it was actually pretty cool. Like, you can go out and the waters are like turquoise, and it's almost like having overseas waters there. And Yeah, and the water's warm. You can, yeah, you can go out to visit certain islands out there and all sorts of stuff. Apparently, it's like, look, I've never been, not there yet anyway yeah i mean i mean snorkeling was like um really amazing i mean i saw so many beautiful fish and the, the reef is some of the reefs here is just stunning it's just i mean obviously they they so funny they're like they're like scare you to death about the malaria they're like yeah you got to take malaria pills and all the malaria shit but i mean i now i've been in malawi for four weeks and i never got malaria i never even took a malaria medicine it's even the malaria is worse there i've been to you know in nigeria for three weeks I never took malaria medicine there. I never got malaria, even though they scare you to death. They say you got to. So, and then I come here and that same thing, you know, everyone's like, no, take everyone I came with, they're all on these malaria meds that, you know, making you, it's like really bad for your body. And I'm just talking to the locals. They're like, nah, there's no malaria here. They say, you're further north. If you go north, yeah, you probably get malaria, but there's no malaria here. So, yeah. Anyway, so. <laughs> all right. Cool. All right. So let's get on to Aurelianism. Okay. What do cool. you? What, so what anyway, are your so thoughts, what do you know? Realism. Yeah. But I just saw it on on Netflix, and I was like, oh my gosh, this is just up our alley. I mean, it's got UFOs, it's got 
you know, like a cult, whatever. It's, it, it looks so, it's, I was so excited. I was watching it and it's a really epic story. Yeah. And, um, and then obviously I like phone you up and I, I say like, you know, like, Hey Lee, let's do this for the show. And you're like, well, I'm a, I'm a, a, rea- a realism. <laughs> what <are you> <laughs> I'm like, hey, shit, you're one of them. <laughs> okay, I'm one do. of the cultists, man. <laughs> now we've definitely got something for a show. This is amazing. So I just can't wait to hear what you have to say about it. Because like, obviously the the documentary series on Netflix makes it look very cultish and very extremely nuts. But I mean, obviously, I mean, I don't believe most stuff that comes on TV because it just sensationalizes everything. And also we just all such a bunch of sheep. We'll just take, we'll just suck up everything with a straw and not actually go there ourselves to just discover really what anything is really about. We'll just obviously take it to secondhand information and we'll go with that. And that's what our beliefs and that's how it's just such ignorance. That's why we're so ignorant and angry the whole time because we actually none of us know the truth because we don't actually dare to go and just discover it for ourselves and only just believe what other people say or what the media tells us. So mm. go ahead. What you being inside the cult there? What what is it about? Is it a cult? <laughs> is it with the Netflix? Well, okay, was no, it, you, said, was it? You, you said it. You said you watched it twice. I want to hear all about what it like. Is it true? All of that stuff that they said in the documentary. Okay, so I got into it not because of Raelianism itself, but because there was an idea that they had, which I thought was really, really cool. And the idea was opening up a, an ET embassy somewhere in the world where it becomes like a, a non-governmental area where if there were anything that wanted to come through and land in South Africa or America or Europe or wherever, the government couldn't get involved. It becomes almost like a, you know, they'd have to sign treaties and all sorts of stuff. So aliens would then feel free to land and not have any sort of comebacks or uh, or military time trying to attack them, those kind of things. So the idea about that for me was actually pretty cool. Okay. But then, how, so what, what, how did you even find out about it or how did you even discover it? Uh, it was actually, it was one of the, one of the ladies that's actually on our group. I don't know if you recall, you were on our WhatsApp group with the UFO RSA. One of the ladies actually left us and she contacted me sometime after that and she said, hey, I belong to a group called the Aurelian Movement. Would you like to be involved? And I was like, I have no clue what the hell the Aurelian Movement is, but let me do a bit of research. I didn't do a ton of research, but I did a little bit of it. I had a look. I see that they've got an ET idea of, so the Eloium. So the whole idea, okay, look, Let's just explain. To our, that... let's, let's just explain to the audience. Can I just say what the documentary said? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, so firstly, it started out. So this guy called Raoul, the French guy, he gets a, uh, he's somewhere, and this alien comes down and um, introduces itself. Look at this flying saucer and everything. The alien gets out, comes to him and says, "You're like Amma Elohim," and um, and starts saying that we made you, we genetically made it, manipulated you to make you. You guys, and then, and also in the future, there will be cloning and and in our where we come from. That's how we preserve uh, a few, our species is through cloning to have um, what's you call it um, everlasting uh, life. Everlasting lasting life. So then mm. um, he writes his book. Um, I, I can't remember all of the other stuff that was in, in there. I mean, but it was it was very science based of like where we came from, and it seemed like he he. He took a whole bunch of stuff from the Bible, 
Well, I mean, maybe yeah. the alien told him. I mean, I, you know, who am I to judge? Like, you know, whatever. But like, it, it sounded like when it, when he was telling me, it sounded like it was very from the Bible. But like, obviously, just using, and and just relating it all to aliens and saying like, this is how it was all, and it was, and he was saying, and he backed it up by like science, like science things. So it came like a religion of science. Well, look, what, I'll, what okay. So let me, yeah, right. I'll I'll pop in there quickly a little bit. Uh, his his name was Claude Vuillon. His, his yeah. real name was Claude Willow. And uh, he was given the name of Rail when he met the, the apparent Elohim when he was walking by the volcano, as you mentioned. And they said to him that they would appear to him the next day, but he must bring his Bible, which he did. And then they apparently explained the Bible to him, which is um, kind of where the idea that it was the Elohim that created man. So it was these alien beings that created man, genetically engineered them. And that's the main thing for him is that there is no such thing as spirit. The only way we can live on for eternity is to clone. But so he was talking about cloning back, right? Because it started back in 1974. Yes, before cloning uh, was even invented or we even had an yeah. idea of what cloning was or anything, which was quite interesting. Yeah. But then also the thing is the Elohim, he used that as a, that's from like the Old Testament from... Hebrew, the, you know, the God is in the beginning, uh, the Elohim, it says the Elohim yeah. created Earth, uh, yes. Earth the Bible, the Old Testament starts in, uh, so the Elohim was the word of God, like that's what God was is called yeah. in the Old Testament. Yeah, or the, yeah. The and then one. apparently Jehovah or Yahweh or whatever you want to call him, uh, was one of the Elohim. He was the one that actually created man, according to him. And... um <clears throat> from there, obviously, it went across to. They they started off in France, and they started off okay. They 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 he had a bit of bucks. Obviously, he was a singer prior to him joining any movement. He was a singer, and he was also a race car driver and a journalist, and also an and artist. That, yeah, yeah, all that stuff kind of fell away. As uh, um, I think, he used to do a lot of test driving for vehicles as well, and the. Um, that when the test driving, because there were laws that came through in France that stopped test driving on roads, so his work dried up. And then uh, he apparently, on one of these occasions, he was walking along the volcano and he experienced this ET thing. And uh, rail is actually, and you know, it's, it's it's kind of part of the word of Israel. If you take the IS, it's it's actually Israel. So rail actually comes from the word of Israel. But his idea about it uh -huh. is rail. Rail means the messenger. Oh, message okay. of, the, of the Elohim. And then the Elohim, according to him, means those who came from the sky. Okay. okay. But so where, where do we hear about those who came from the sky? Where's that idea come from? You remember? Those who came from the sky. Yeah. It's the Anunnaki. Oh, yeah. Anunnaki. That's exactly what the Anunnaki means. So those who came from the sky. Okay, cool. So the, idea, the, the actual idea about human cloning, because he, he was told by the, the Elohim, that he's been shown the truth and that he's the first guy to reveal this and blah, blah, blah. It's not the first, dude. This was this is going back 7,000 years ago. The Anunnaki, yeah, yeah, we know, yeah. came down from the earth. Yeah. They came down to earth. They genetically engineered man. So this is not a this is not a new concept. This is actually very old. And then, uh, look, obviously, they in France, they started off quite well. There was a lot of people that, that, I mean, he was appearing on TV programs and all sorts of stuff, and a lot of people were loving him. But then some issues started creeping up with nudism, nudity. So it was almost like he was trying to, you know, bring in this whole Bow Valley, Bow Brummel idea of nudism where you can run around Kalkat 
But the thing is, he he never in any pictures in any video he was never Kolchat. It was everybody else. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but that's also that was interesting because like the thing is, I was watching it and then the nudity stuff started happening, and I was like, okay, well that's interesting. Now it's getting like a bit like cultish. Thought, well, firstly I thought it was like, oh, that's cool. They're just getting naked or whatever. It didn't really bother me. But then then I started yeah. I started thinking, okay, well this is getting yeah a little bit weird. And yeah. then it was the one thing where they all had to. They had to take a mirror, right? And they, and they had to like, <laughs> they had to, I hope you, I'm wondering if you're going to, if you did this, you're going to tell me if you did this. No, no, not at all. <laughs> no ways, dude. And you did it at home. check your bum all out. <laughs> yeah, they take a mirror, the mirror and they look at all of their body, like, and look at it. And they they have to look at their, their assholes. And they have to like, really look with the mirror, what their asshole looks like. Right? What a bunch of assholes. <laughs> Yeah, and I just thinking when I'm watching this, is... watching this, I'm thinking, okay, did did um, Lee is part of like the the online <laughs> training program? Like, is that like the the third ep, like part of the course? And you, I can just see you at your house, like in the bathroom, you got your mirror, and you're like <laughs> looking at your north there. <laughs> no, 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 definitely not, definitely not. <laughs> so so that, that was yeah. my first like okay that's that's a bit weird but then what was very interesting was that the one guy that was a, a, a Raelian he says that he was very aggressive and very angry and he wanted to like beat up people and like whatever and yeah. then when he when he started just being naked in front of people it like gave him such a sense of like so, like his self-worth because like his boundaries of whatever like his uh, belief in what he thought he was or whatever got broken away and yeah. he he became so comfortable with himself that all of that anger and everything left him. And he said, like, looking at his asshole, it's just, like, so free. Because <laughs> it's really, like, because, like, I suppose, yeah, if you, you know, like, it, it just sounded very healing, to this, 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 um, this kind of exercise or whatever you want to call it for this one individual. And I thought it was, okay, well, that's that's great. Like, that guy... And it, and he says his kids noticed it like he completely changed and it, it healed him of his anger or whatever like trauma he was. Yeah, just now I'm sure there's better ways to heal yourself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, it, but anyway, they they landed up uh, they ended up getting caught with uh, some issues in France regarding child abuse and pedophilia and those kind of things. Yeah, they landed up going to America, where yeah, uh, sorry uh, to so what... to yeah. So what, what that's that's the other thing like so so because he got he got taken onto that game show right and yeah. then they like it was like an ambush and then because he had been on that game show three other times so he thought oh he's yeah. just gonna go and have a nice chat or whatever and then they had an uh Raelian guy there and, they, and the Raelian guy was like no you made me because there was a thing in the in the movement that you could they said your girlfriend to, yeah there was no marriage you could sleep with whoever you want to gay you could be whatever there was, yeah. there was no yeah. But like they said, like you must share your partner so that you 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 because of your, your jealousy, you must jealousy, not be jealous. You got to look at yeah. your jealousy and try and like overcome it. So so mm. then he came on the show and he was like, "You made my girlfriend sleep with another man," and he was like attacking <laughs> him. And then um, and then and then it was like something, and he really handled it badly because like he didn't want to look at the guy. And then the then the the other then there were some accusations that there was like an old man that like um did some terrible things to his like four-year-old daughter or something and then he and he he was like they said is that true and the, and Raul whatever his name he was like well it's we free to do whatever we want and like he like I mean I don't know if it's true or not but if it wasn't true I mean he really answered that really fucked up 
because then I was like, mm. okay, that's pretty fucked up, man. Mm. So, yeah, so he got really attacked there and then he had to leave France. Yeah, yes, so they got literally booted out quickly. So what they ended up going to Canada and Quebec. Well, look, again, our kids are supposed to be protecting our children. Oh, yeah, I mean, I think like that's that, obviously that's as much, as much as as much as you've got free will to do whatever it is that you want to do. That's cool, but you leave your kids out of it. Eh? No, no, I mean that, that that's absolutely that's terrible. I'm just saying, like, what do you think? Was that true? That you think that? Yeah, happened? I think so like, because, yeah, because he actually even admitted it. He said, "Yeah, no, you know, whatever goes goes," kind of thing. It's, that's, it's, that's, it's free will to insane. do that, which for me was like, uh, you know, that's you crossed the line like heavily. Is that when you threw the heavily. the training DVDs away? Eh? <laughs> you just cancelled your subscription. There's no trading DVDs. <laughs> Cancel it straight away. Bam. But yeah, then obviously he landed up going to Canada and Quebec, and there they they greeted him with uh, open arms, and he opened up a whole new movement on that side. I mean, that's kind of where he got involved with that uh, woman. What's her name? Brigitte Fosselier. Yeah, she was the the she was the woman that got involved with the cloning. Yes. And then obviously she was she, she actually had a PhD and all sorts of stuff. She was like that was a field of study. She was teaching people about yeah. those kind of things. So and she was quite well um, known. There's there's a couple of things here that there's a couple of things that worry me here. So they they went full ball into it. They had lab, laboratories up. They had people paying them. I mean, it was two hundred thousand dollars at that time to clone uh, to clone someone. If you yeah, and also there was cloned. another guy in the organization that was also a genetic biologist. Like um, in, yes, I don't know, he was, you know very good at what he did and he also teamed up with her and they started that whole laboratory there yeah yeah and then look everything landed up going to court because i think she she eventually announced that they actually had after dolly came came around you know dolly the sheep was uh, out there in what scotland i think they they did the cloning yeah and that that that's uh that was like the first of the world and then they came through and they said you see it can be done this is what we've been telling you all all along yeah and that's when they started saying that they're going to do now with human engineering Human cloning. I think it was called Clone Aid, their company, yes. Clone Aid. Yeah. That was it, yeah. I mean, yeah. And then from there, she announced that they actually had cloned a girl and yeah. they called her Eve. But then she yeah. ended up going to court because in America, they took her to court because A, they wanted to find out where the kid was because of all sorts of, you know, it could be deformed and who's looking after the child. And yeah, there's a whole also, big. But, but that's also that's what I found so crazy is that, that like that, that lawyer, so the one lawyer heard, okay, well, this baby's been born, it's been cloned. So then he went and he took her to court because he wanted to know where this baby was because he wanted to take the baby away from the parents. And I was just thinking, well, fuck, I mean, if the baby's fucking cloned or not cloned, I mean, how can you fucking take the kid away from the parents? I mean, it's yeah. just like, that's like more shocking than, than, than anything. I mean, you can't just take, yeah. I mean, it's a human life now. I mean, if you've cloned it or whatever, it's like it's a soul or human life. Like, you can't take it away from the, and it's nice for the protection of the baby and like to, um, because yeah. and also like for a safety net because you don't know what's going to happen if the baby's going to like live for long or whatever. But it's like if the baby's going to like, if the baby dies in like a week or like a year or two years, you can't just take it away from the bloody parents i mean it's gonna make the baby's gonna die even sooner then i mean like i just don't, i think it's even more humane than the than cloning the baby in the first place i mean what the fuck now you know i think the idea i think what they were trying to get it is to get the clone that that was that was their main priority was to get the clone it wasn't it, he came up with the idea to this is my opinion obviously he came up with the idea that they want to try and protect the child and blah blah blah, blah. i don't think it was about that i think it was about 
the, the clone and they wanted to get this clone so they could see how to because now that, that would have saved them all this time now of having to try and go and experiment experiment themselves if it's if, if they've got it right they can get this child and they can you know yeah. go from there he also, he also that for made, me is my opinion that's what they they no, were trying to do sounds pretty spot on but like the guy the lawyer also said like he thought he was gonna be like a like some kind of celebrity like you know he's trying to be the first guy to like protect a clone baby or whatever yeah but so, then she shut him down quite quick okay <laughs> well yeah she, she shut him down like really quickly she's <laughs> just like well the baby's not in america and they're like well, where's the baby and she's like well i can't tell israel. you and they're like, and they're like well, where is it and then she's like well it's in israel and then they're like and the judge is like well we can't do we can do yeah cheers not an american it's not an american <laughs> baby please everyone leave yeah now obviously i mean they that guy that she apparently was working with the other geneticist he came through eventually later on in the series and he said no that whole thing was a lot of bollocks yeah there was no such thing um but my opinion of i think because i know it became outlawed in america that they said there was uh, the catholic church also came through and they said they are against cloning and Americans were against cloning the government and those kind of things, but I don't think it stopped. Honestly, I think once Dolly carried, once Dolly was uh, came right, I think it was carried on. So even if it was undercover, it might not have been the Raelian movement, but it probably was somebody else that got it right. But I think it's been going on since then. I don't think it would have stopped. No, I mean, I'm sure it's one of those projects that somebody would have yeah. taken it underground and it would have carried on. No, no, of course. I mean, geez, I read that book like um, Hacking Darwin. And it's all about genetics and how far they've got with CRISPR and um, genetic manipulation and everything. And yeah, it's just frightening because they got the technology now. Like that, uh, I mean, like I was when I heard about it back in the day, I was also like, oh my gosh, it's like it's taking like um, you know, like it's so inhumane. It's like it's not not say satanic, but it's like oh, you're trying to be like God and it's inhumane. And I was like a bit on the like kind of on the fence of like, oh, is this really bad or good? Like I didn't really know where to go. But then when I watch that, listen to that hacking Darwin thing, I mean, look, it's interesting because, oh, like, if there's a gay couple or lesbian, you know, they or, or whatever couple that are gay and they can't actually, like, if it's two guys and they can't have a, a child because obviously none of them have a uterus, or if it's two women and they don't have a, I mean, that's easier because you can just like get some semen and like, um, and, mm. you know, like fertilize yourself or artificial intelligence, but, artificial but then, but it won't insemination. It won't be your partner's DNA. So it's not like you're sharing the child. It's like the one will have it. Like if it's two lesbians and the one gets artificially inseminated, it's like the one partner doesn't actually, it's not half of her child, it's half of them. So with the, with the technology now that they can actually take the cell from the one woman and then they can put it into the uterus of the other woman and they can make a baby. So it's like, um, it serves both of their child, even though that they're gay and they can't actually do it naturally. So that's quite interesting. So with... Um, well, with gay guys, it's a bit difficult because none of them have a, a, a uterus, so they, they're going to have to find someone else to do it. But they can take a cell from each of them and they can go and find, like, I don't know, their sister or a friend or whatever and or pay someone and get, and get both of their cells into their the, the uterus, that, that person's uterus, and have a baby that's both, it's got both of their DNA. So it's like both of their, it's like their real child. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's very interesting. But then, it got so dark at the end. It was like you know, the stuff exists that 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 uh, you know you can choose your. I mean, already you can in some countries you can take this the cells and you can see if you if you, if you want your kids to have blue eyes, they take like ten eggs and like you know thousand sperm cells or whatever, and they can look at the look and see. Okay, well, if we mix this and this, your child will have blue eyes, and then they can now impregnate the person and your child with blue eyes. So it's already got to that. But there's 
there's so much more they can see if your child's going to have cancer or like if your child won't have cancer or like if, uh, you know, they, they can they can see so many of your child's going to be a better learner a better faster runner whatever so they can start manipulating the children to be like super uh, and the problem is, is because of the expense or whatever is that only the elite will be able to do it and then then the the obviously the elites are going to be clever and faster and better and like and then the people that can't afford it are all going to be left behind and it's going to cause this huge gap again like in society of the elites and because the, the elites are just going to get better clever and us like us peasants are just going to be become stupider and fucking more like slaves and that and then also it goes so far is that like in the future like if you have a child naturally insurance companies won't insure you like health insurance companies won't insure you because you didn't because they can see if your your child's going to have cancer or not. If you got the cancer, if you got two cancer genes in the sperm and the egg, and you put them, you've got like a huge high risk of your child having cancer. So, if you do it artificially, they can they can avoid that. So then you'll you'll have a child that won't have cancer in the future or any disease. It, it just think of you know, the sky's the limit of all the diseases. But so then, natural birth. Uh, they won't be insured. Like the babies that are naturally born, the health insurance won't be insuring your baby anymore because you didn't do it through a manipulation where they know the baby's going to be fine. So, that, so that's that's the scary part of that whole thing. But like in the in the documentary series, it was that 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 um, that those it was a couple that started funding that um, the Raelian group to do the claim because they're ten year month old baby died and they wanted to clone that baby to get it back and i mean i can understand i mean having a child myself you know like if you know if there's something like it happens you're like desperate and it's like it's, it's extremely devastating that's you know and i feel for the those parents i'm thinking okay well that's like okay well maybe maybe that's a cool thing for cloning <laughs> you know what i mean like yeah shit, i don't know dude i don't know that but would, would i like to see a kid running around looking like me. I don't know. Well, no, well, that, that would be weird. Not me, yeah. but I'd want to clone my son or something that, you know, if my son died or something, <laughs> like I wanted another one, you know, yeah. I'd understand that, you know. Wouldn't yeah, we are yeah, me? Yeah. I'd, I'd, that would be terrible. I mean, like, I'm, I'm already like, um, you know, half the time fucking hating myself. So I would be like probably kicking that <laughs> child around, like, what the fuck are you doing that for? I'd do that. Yeah. I hate that. <laughs> yeah. So now this was one of the problems that I had with this whole thing. So, they believe that there's no spirit, no such thing as spirit. Yeah. Okay. When you die, you die. That's it. The only way for eternal life is to clone. I really know that's bollocks. I know for a fact that that's bollocks, and I think you might too, depending on your your extra yeah, projections, yeah, yeah, if, if you kind of believe it. But I've projected once before, and I know for a fact that there's there's a spirit. No, of I course, know that. Yeah, I completely believe that too. Okay, so that whole thing for me it just gets it blows it right out of the water. It's, it's already a fake thing. Well, say he calls himself a spiritual leader. So how can you be a spiritual leader if you don't believe in spirit? I know, and yeah, and that, and also that's the funny thing is that like he says that he got, he's like, I've, I've had second contact. He was like telling his, his followers, I've got, a, I've had a second contact and they took me away in the spaceship, wherever they went. To meet the, yeah. And, and he says he met Jesus <laughs> and he met Muhammad. He met Jesus, his brother. He met Moses, <laughs> met Moses and Jesus and uh, and Buddha. And Buddha was there as well, and uh, and he and he met them, and then he came back and he said he was the brother of Jesus, and then I was like, oh, yeah, oh, no, yeah, and he oh, met no. the prophet Muhammad. Now you must remember, all three or all four of those have all had different ideas. So how they all ended up on the same planet? I don't know. Oh, yeah, and then he said that they 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 they, they actually used uh, they abducted them or whatever and took the genetics and like just carried on like um, reproducing them and to be eternal. 
And that's why they're yeah. there. And that's okay, so let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. You get cloned, right? So say, for example, now somebody somebody's come to you and you've cloned yourself and you've yeah. got this little boy. Yeah, Will this think? little boy have your memories or won't he have your memories? No, no, of course. That's what I was about. It's the stupidest thing. Because also, if he doesn't believe in spirit, then how do you even get like the... Because you'd want your spirit to go to the next clone. You yeah. Know what I mean? like and how's your consciousness your going to be transferred? Into that boy. Exactly. So, Maybe if you've got but, Elon Musk's idea about consciousness eventually that's trying to come through and they're trying to trying to invent ways of putting your consciousness onto a stick. Maybe then when you clone and you put it and you and you kind of upload it into the next body, that's possible. Yeah, but currently know. that technology is nowhere near. And your you know, clone is gonna be some uh, is gonna be some ARP dude without without a soul bar a bearing yeah, you could maybe you up download all the uh, memories you could download all your memories but then if you like it's just a it's just a memory it's not actually your soul your consciousness it's like Correct. you know what i mean it's like then it's but it's funny because no, like, yeah um yeah. they were speaking to buddhist monks and they said uh that the buddhist monks were saying no you, you can actually transfer your consciousness into like a rock or a tree or a plant or whatever and they've known this for thousands of years. Yeah. And then when they when they were like, okay, well, how do you do it? Then they were like, no, obviously we're not going to tell you because it's like that's yeah. like, you know, if you're not spiritually ready to know. Well, maybe that's where he's because remember uh, this whole realism thing is is a whole mix of things. So I think that might be where the whole Buddhist uh, tradition comes from. Talking yeah. about that in the beginning, in the beginning uh, of uh, realism, what wasn't called realism was actually called something else, Madhu or something like that, but. Um, I don't know if you know, if you noticed, but Claude or Ray, if you want to call him, actually looked like the BGs, Barry, Barry yeah, Gibb, yeah. right? Yeah, and then like kind of when it started, when he started gang with the rallying movement, he looked like Worf, the Klingon from Star Trek. Yeah, <laughs> 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 shaved, yeah, shaved his forehead like so far back, dude. <laughs> yeah, just, got this, like, mullet, he, just, got... he just lost his hair. Yeah, maybe, but he looked like Worf. And now, yeah, if you look at him now, he actually looks like he looks like the Prophet Muhammad. <laughs> he's got this massive beard. <laughs> I don't know. He's like he's. Uh... Oh, talking about that. At the end, you obviously didn't see this, but at the end, he actually says, "Yeah, because I only got three episodes in." Yeah, he actually says that the whole cloning thing was just a was just a whole makeup thing anyway. Oh, because geez, spoiler uh, alert, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> he, he just said, "Nah." He only said that because he only got on board with the cloning thing because the the Pope had come out and said he's against cloning. So he was gonna go whatever, whatever the Pope had said, he's gonna go opposite. So he's gonna go for clone. And that's the only reason why the whole cloning story came in. But there again, it shows you how bollocks this whole freaking thing is. I mean, how much the money was he spending racing cars? <laughs> yeah, that's hey? the funny thing is that he would say that the, the leaders would have to donate for his because he would go to the racing track and it obviously was expensive like to to race yeah. and then he would have he would say no you guys have to make a donation but you're free to like make whatever donation but then he would he would make it uh, public so that everybody could see who how much everyone was donating so then they were all like you know you gave like feeling 10, embarrassed <laughs> ten rand and if I gave ten rand and you gave. <laughs> Three thousand. Hundred thousand. Like, I'd be like, oh gosh, okay, I'll better maybe maybe you know, I'll give two hundred. <laughs> yeah. Like, so it was, but I mean, I've, I've, I had a leader and there was somebody going around in a fucking race car and like asking for uh, people to donate. I mean, I'd just be like, oh, this, uh, this is the stupidest thing I've ever. Yeah, I'd say this looks like a chopper. 
<laughs> and then the other thing that I actually laughed about is he brought this movement of women called the angels. I started seeing that on the last episode. Yeah, so this woman, this woman, these women, there's a group of women, they were like specifically chosen, but they were all hot. Yeah, no, yeah of course. <laughs> they were all freaking hot women. So he chose these women and they... It would be funny if were... he had like a bunch of grannies in there as well. <laughs> It'd be really no, weird. Like, you were under a certain age and you, you were over a certain age and under a certain age and you were like really good looking. And these angels were there as the concubines for the Elohim. They were the ones that when the Elohim came down, they would be sleeping with them. But the problem is the Elohim was supposed to only be coming down in, the, in 2034. Okay, so yeah, this is already 1997. So, yeah, so these girls are going to be like 80. <laughs> so, so first of all, he's, but, he, but he can sleep with them because he's the, he's the messenger. So only the Elohim and him. But he forgot to tell them that they're only coming in 2034. <laughs> so yeah so they've been in the 80s but i don't think they're going to be of any use uh in 30 2034 it's quite amazing now eh? somebody can get so powerful that it just yeah because those goals but the whole thing there. is bollocks dude the whole thing is bollocks so now the thing is okay so you asked me why i got involved earlier yeah so like i said i'd gone on i'd gone online i had a look i saw there was there was a whole movement with regard to alien sort of alien entities that had created us, which I already knew, um, you know, if I'm looking back at the Sumerian times, the Anunnaki, we know the story. So I knew, I knew the stories. His way of coming about it, I think it's just his, his own way of trying to get the, the people to believe what he was trying to say. But the embassy idea for me was the greatest thing. To build an embassy for ETs for me is really cool. And I, you know, I was in contact with one of their with their leaders uh, that's in Canada now. And uh, him and I chatted some time back, and I sent a letter through to the South African government to see to the tourist minister to see if we could get it built here in South Africa, because it would be mm -hmm. a, you know it would be a job creation thing because we'd be having a lot of people working on that lots. And I think they had something like fifty million dollars. Yeah, they pulled they it off. They had, a, to they, had a, they had a thing there. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah, they were, so for they, me, were they, were they like, make, they were giving out, saying like, we'll give you $50 million if we could. Yeah, they said, we've got $50 million to spend. We, uh, just give us a place. I, I can't remember how many hectares it was, but give us a place that we can call our own, which means government have got no say in that land, on that land. You can't, military can't set foot on there. Government can't set foot on there. It's like an embassy. Give mm -hmm. us a land and we will spend $50 million US dollars. And all the people that would be working in there, you've got people that's uh, catering, all sorts of stuff. It, it would create a lot of work. And that for me was what the, why I got involved. It wasn't because he believed this and he believed that and he was sleeping with this. And he, it had nothing to do with that because for me, those ideas were just bollocks. Yeah. There's a lot of cuck. I knew it from the, the start. It's like a laughing stock of those things. But that idea, I think, was so cool. And I did. I sent a I sent a letter off to the minister of the tourism. And did I hear back? No. <laughs> <laughs> so these oaks obviously don't. They don't need the money, but obviously South Africans, we we rolling in the dough. Hey, we don't need the bucks. <laughs> yeah, if you just said like you know like a couple of million will go personally to you, then they would have been on board. Yeah, yeah of course. Eh? Yeah, if you just said like, you can just you know put some in your pocket. Yeah, take about three million for yourself. That would have been there no time. You should have said that in the email. We would have had a embassy. Yeah, yeah. 
No, the problem is it's the email probably would have got around and they would have said, hey, you're trying to bribe the... <laughs> probably would have got into cut, but yeah. <laughs> so you sure you know... So that, that, that was my whole thing. So yeah, I had a lot of problems with it. It's the, the actual Aurelia movement itself. It's a, a, you know, for me, it's a, it's a no-go. For me, it, it is a cult. If you, if you actually go and look and see what's, what it's all about, what they do, what he's doing, his oh, ideas. Nice. I mean, he even stole a bit of Elizabeth Clara's story where he, uh, the aliens took uh, took him to their planet because Elizabeth Clara had the same thing where the aliens took her to the planet. So, and all this stuff happened before he, his ideas. Eh? Elizabeth Clara was the, 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 when she went to the planet, it was back in the 60s. You remember, um, what was his name? Eric von Deineken. Also, yeah. 1968, when the Chariots of the Gods and stuff came out. So, you know, the, the, oh, okay. the, so, the Anunnaki gods. So all that stuff was way before Arael came in on his ideas. Wow. And he just borrowed, dude. That's all he did. He picked you a bit here from here. Do you reckon he had a real UFO encounter, or do you think? Because, I mean, he's nah. got a, that's good. you had balls to come onto TV live and just say, like, yeah, I was abducted by aliens. And, and you've got to have some nah. kind of mental luck up in your head. No, nah, it's really... with money, but... You'll lie to, to get money in, you'll lie. You'll lie whatever it takes to get you get it. Do you but do you reckon that was his whole do you reckon he was like, okay, I'm gonna bank a cult I've got a, he had like a ten year plan? Like he was like, Okay, then I'm gonna yeah. get the, I'm gonna get the hot chicks like like the, yeah. the angels yeah. and I'm gonna get all you know, I'm gonna start with this story, I'm gonna write this book and like in five years I'm gonna have do you reckon he made a whole thing like it, or do you think he just <laughs> <laughs> Look, I like, think when he first when he first started it, he probably didn't know it was gonna get as big as it did. So he, I, he had created this little movement and he thought, okay, this is going to be cool. And then it kind of blew up because he became quite famous. Yeah. Yeah. And then everyone around the world knew him and he landed up going to Africa as well, teaching the African guys is what I'm thinking. <laughs> Did you so, teach yeah. some African guys? Yeah. He came to Africa. He, he landed up, I think there's actually an African prophet, one of the guys, African dude. Oh. What he was he yeah. just giving free t-shirts? Because I know, like, yeah, if you just give the pe the, the locals free t-shirts, they'll just vote for your uh, political party. So you just have to bring a yeah. whole bunch of t-shirts. You're forgetting the bag yeah. of uh, flour, and then you'll have a whole party. <laughs> you could fill buses. <laughs> <laughs> I think maybe he probably did have like maybe he had like a, a UFO kind of experience, and then he nah, obviously I think he was borrowing it. Started, but then he started reading all of the other stuff because he was he was like oh my god I had a UFO experience like you know because people when they have a UFO experience they're quite blown away and then they then he obviously starts researching seeing it and he starts writing his own kind of philosophy about it and then that's where did you read the book I didn't but do you remember how he described the aliens oh, you said they were green <laughs> yeah green but <laughs> you, so, green. well like a pale green but do you remember the rest of it they were short. And then Almanaz, yeah, yeah, and that's exactly yeah, yeah, the grace. That, that's the grace. So the I think grace. he got that idea from. I think he got that idea from uh, probably. Be, uh, Betty uh, is, and then he said they spoke. They spoke perfect French. Yeah, because apparently French. they can speak all languages. They yeah. can speak all languages. Yeah, yeah. No, I think it was borrowed. Excuse and me. I think he read a bit of uh, Eric van Dijk, and he read a couple of other books as well. And then he just kind of put put one, two, three, and four together, and came up with his own thing. Kind of what Scientology did. Fucking pulled it off pretty well. I must admit, geez, like, he fucking did well. Yeah, but it's, it's my worries. It shows you how gullible people are. Yeah, I know. It course. shows you. It shows you what people are, are are actually willing to try and do just to believe in something. 
Yeah. That for me is oh, that for sad, me is yeah. scary, dude. That that yeah, for me was the scariest thing. It's very sad because we're all looking for such a meaning in our lives and that, and then you just latch onto something like that because it gives you some kind of bit of meaning, and then you yeah. get taken for around. Yeah, it's just but sad. Yeah, and then you realize the guy's an asshole. Yeah, we're looking at <laughs> you're all looking at your assholes. So you sure well, you look like your asshole? Because it's very easy nowadays. You don't even have to have a mirror. You can just take your cell phone. And- <laughs> Fix. You can do like a, you know, just do like a uh, what do you call it, a video. You can just on your phone and just stick it under there and have a good look. Have a look. You have a record yeah, for later. Now when you're going to bed, you can have another look at it. You know, you know. <laughs> Send it off to somebody's. <laughs> yeah. Hey, check it, this man. <laughs> he, he'd probably get you to all send a video in the evening to him. Your notes. Maybe you need. He has a note fetish. Call, yeah, call yourself the Nautiluses. <laughs> <laughs> the astronauts. <laughs> the astronauts. Yeah, now we're just talking shit there. Eh? Yeah. But anyway, yeah, so that was the, the Iranian movement. Okay. So, well, yeah. You guys are still heavy here, Lee. Not <laughs> no, but like I said, I didn't get involved for any of that other stuff. It was it was literally for the embassy. That was yeah. it. The, the idea about the embassy was for me was cool. But I didn't ever get mails from them and that no one ever came to me and said to me, hey, you must donate x amount of money and none of that stuff yeah yeah sure eh? it's quite interesting yeah because huh? i wouldn't anyway i mean if somebody came and said hey you must don't you want to donate or give us some money i'm like no you can give me some <laughs> <laughs> give me a free t-shirt <laughs> give me some of that 50 million that's cool i'm happy if you can donate to me that's cool <laughs> yeah. anyway all right well that's it for tonight man uh william thanks for coming on and We'll be chatting to you next week. Hopefully, we can get your lady on. Uh, yes, that'll be that'll be we'll, an we'll interesting. Yeah, uh, she's, she, no, she's keen. Uh, that's theosophy. That that's that's yeah. Because I know quite a bit about Madame Blavatsky, and I know that that whole thing originated with her. So that that's actually yeah. quite a quite a nice topic to talk about. So yeah, I know, cool man. Otherwise, have a good evening, and we'll see the rest of you guys next week. Thanks, man. Yeah, cool man. Cheers, guys.